0: Hey, welcome to Playing for Keeps, the show where we take a deep dive into emotional intelligence, sex, love, adult attachment theory, mental health, therapy, and everything in between that creates great relationships. Your host, DJ, is a certified life coach and emotional intelligence practitioner. She's here to be of service to all the listeners interested in love and relationship. Now, here's your host,
1: DJ. Hey, everybody, it's your girl DJ with Plan for Keeps podcast. And today we have Lori. She's been hanging out with us for the last few weeks. Um, She is an astrologer, coach, and Star Wars fanatic who followed her heart to travel overseas to be with her Italian partner. She launched her astrology business and she gets to eat some of the best pasta in the world. Although she has been doing astrology since 1994, She decided to go pro after a career of helping people as a psychotherapist. How are you today? I'm doing well, thank you. It's the last week. Lori has been hanging out with us um, for the last few weeks. Um, She has broken down all of the... um, elements to the zodiac so you guys check out the previous videos today we're going to go over on um, the earth signs but before we dive in I just want to know how you're doing today Lori how's your week how was your week excuse me um
2: yeah. <laughs> I'm doing well um we, we're finally having some sunshine here in Rome after rain for like a really long time but um it, you know it's colder than normal but we uh, certainly aren't having the weather that some of some of you are having there in the U S so hopefully everyone's got lots of covers and staying warm.
1: Yeah. Like I was saying before I'm in Georgia, so I'm trying not to complain about our weather being a little bit colder compared to what's going on in Texas and the other States. So Mm -hmm. I digress with me being under my covers as we speak.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm in Italy. I can go grab myself a nice bottle of wine to keep me warm, but not until after the, the, professional part of the day is over. <laughs> <laughs> Got you.
1: Let me ask you this. Do you have any projects, new projects that you're you're doing?
2: I do actually. Uh, I, I'm um, just finishing up uh, a giveaway, something free. Uh, it's a new moon ritual. And um, it's something that I do every month. And I've started to do um, some uh, live shows just talking about like what, what sign the new moon is in and then how to do, um, setting your intentions. So, um, you can find that on my website soon. It's not posted yet, but it should be up by, by early March at the latest. It's just a, a freebie that you can download. Um, but then I talk about it on my website. So if anyone's interested, they can check that out on my website.
1: Awesome. And that, those links will also be in the show notes. So I'm going to have you take it away with the earth signs. Which one are we starting with today?
2: We're going to start with Taurus. So there's three earth signs and um, Taurus, Virgo and Capricorn. And they have um, some things in common being of the earth element there. Um, they're, they all have a, a it's kind of like a security and, and um, material um need or drive to them. Um, these signs are going to be the, the more sensual, like touch sensual because they're earth, you know, they're material, they're things that you can see and touch and feel. So all three of these signs are very sensual. Uh, what's interesting is oftentimes they're, um, they're not so obvious, you know, where you might see like, um, the, the, um, the fire signs, um, dressing up more, um, you know dynamic and, and showy uh, in a positive way you know like you know here's what i got where the earth signs are going to be more modest um and so they can be mistaken to be more rigid or cold and um underneath all of that there's there's this sensual side that the earth signs have all of them so if you're dating an earth sign um even if they're modest and they don't like you know the public affection um, when you're alone, they they like touch. They they you know they give them hugs. Um, you know, touch them, hold hands. Um, you know, if you're reading on the couch together, like let your the side of your body touch the side of the other person's body. That that kind of stuff they really love. Um, snuggling under the covers. So earth signs are very sensual. Um, and we're gonna go through each sign like we did before. Um, we'll go through Taurus, Virgo and Capricorn and then we'll go through each of the 12 zodiac signs and how, um, how they, they will go together. So starting with Taurus <laughs> and, um, and Aries, and they are uh, a fire and an earth mix. So very different energies coming together here. Um, Aries likes to go, 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 and doesn't like to be bored and doesn't have a lot of patience. And Taurus is kind of like the epitome of patience. Like they are very patient um, people. They they build and they build slowly and steadily. Um, they appreciate taking their time and they like to just kind of like be in, in their space. Um, they're going to be more homebody, more of a homebody than an Aries is going to be. And that's where there can be um, a, a big friction between the two where Aries wants to go, Taurus wants to stay. And so this isn't going to be the best um, matchup for Taurus. And it it would work, you know, if the Taurus has other things in their chart, they're really like outgoing and yeah, let's go do this and have an adventure. um, But if it's the the Taurus, that's more of the homebody type and likes to um, after their hard day at work, just come home and have a nice meal and, and stay in and not very adventurous, then that may not last for very long. Um, and then we go to Taurus and Taurus, which is like a very different dynamic. So now you have two of the same kind, um, two peas in a pod, uh, perhaps. Um, they could This could work because it's earth and earth. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do have too much of an element, then that sometimes doesn't last because there's not enough excitement. There's not enough, you know, oomph. And especially when we're talking Taurus, who's already kind of like a very patient, slows things down, goes to a regular, steady beat, likes routine. And um, so they could get kind of stuck in that because Taurus is um, a fixed sign, which means it's really. Um, likes to maintain the status quo really good at like keeping things going the way that they are and so you get two of, of uh, the them together and they could get themselves stuck even though they, you know and maybe not even be able to say like what's wrong just feeling kind of like we're stuck because neither of us is the kind of person that's going to like move us in, into a different direction gotcha so, yeah so i wouldn't say that this is a the, best match although other earth signs are going to be really good matches for Taurus. it could certainly work if 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 both people are really like good place and they just want to keep it going you know like both have stable jobs neither of them want to move around and you know they like they're totally on the same page and they envision doing what they're doing for the next 50 years together then you know they're going to do it like that's the thing course is they have that staying power so you put two together with the exact same goals they're just going to roll along and nothing is going to stop them because that's what a fixed earth sign is going to do um and then we'll go to gemini and so taurus and gemini so now we have an air sign with an earth sign and gemini is very chatty um probably all of you have experienced virgo they they are wonderful um witty conversationalists. They're they're just really good at it. They love to do it. And um, they're going to need a lot of mental stimulation. So if you're a Taurus and you're going to date a Gemini, Gemini is going to need intellectual stimulation. They're not going to be satisfied with only the physical. So um, that's just a, a note to self for you Taurus. And if you're a Gemini dating a tourist you are going to have to allow the tourist to have their their schedule their routine and um and if you push too hard to um you know get them out let's do this let's do that because the Gemini is kind of like popping all over the place you know they're they're they have a lot of energy and, and a lot of it's um, coming from the mental stimulation the tourist is gonna it's the bull right the tourist is Taurus, the bull they're gonna <laughs> <laughs> <is it> no. <laughs> and it's <laughs> not gonna budge. And there could be arguments. And um Geminis, they're they're pretty adaptable. So they they may be able to find a workaround or they may find it stimulating to find a way to get Taurus involved. And and if that happens, then this relationship could work. But if if the Gemini doesn't feel like there's enough excitement, dynamic stuff going on for them, then um, it it may not last. So not the best match for Taurus. Now the next one is a really good match for Taurus, one of the best, and that's a Cancer. And we did talk about Cancer and Taurus before when we did the water signs. And I'm sure I said that it's one of the best matches and it is. So these two are gonna get along swimmingly. Earth and water. (laughs) are really good matches. So any of the water signs with any of the earth signs, I'm going to be saying this is a good match. this one is a really nice match. Cancer can go at the same pace as the Taurus. Um, Cancer is the crab and they tend to go at things sideways and Taurus tends to kind of like be very steady and status quo. And so these two can kind of like move at the same pace and both of them will probably be more homebody like, um, so they'll probably be on the same page with that. And the, the cancers are are sentimental and, um, the Taurus will, will kind of like, I'm trying to think of a good example, but it's not coming to me, but, but I I just think that that it's going to gel like the sentimentality of cancer, um, like the Taurus is going to give them things to be sentimental about, you know, because they're going to probably show up with the flowers and the chocolate and things, um, romantic things like that, which the Cancer is going to love and they're going to be sentimental about that. And the next thing you know, they, you know, they have some traditions and, you know, oh, we do this on Valentine's day or we do that on new year's and, you know, and that's what we do. And they both love that. And, And it just creates these memories and, and bonds that, that last and grow. So it's, it's just a a really lovely match for the Taurus and the Cancer. The Taurus and the Leo, so we're back to fire and um, there can definitely be some sparks between the Leo and the Taurus. They are um, very different, but they can find, but they're both fixed signs. So they both have like this, the stubborn quality and kind of like the maintain and keep things going. So, so even if there's, Um, a lot of disagreements, they may um, stubbornly want to stay together and try to find ways to make it work. And so that's why this relationship could actually work, even though it's a a fire sign, it's dynamic and likes to like get out and do stuff. Um, It's, you know, it's not the Aries, it's it's a different kind of fire. So it's um, being that it's a fixed sign and, and there's that common commonality between the Leo and the Taurus, they could find ways to, to make it work. And I think a lot of couples, if they have too much similarity, oftentimes it doesn't work out because there's not enough excitement and not enough friction to keep that excitement of the relationship you know, fights are not a bad thing or arguments, I should say. And so I, I would imagine that there would be arguments between the Leo and the Taurus. But it could it could bring a quality of interest of working things out. Because with that fixed nature, like they're both going to really want to figure it out and work it out. And, and this could make um, for a very strong couple if they develop these skills to work things out together. Um, Taurus and Virgo. So another really good match and it's uh, earth and earth. So they're both going to um, have that element uh, and, and um, the, the sensuality is going to be really nice between the two. They'll they um, they'll really appreciate the affectionate natures of, of each other. And um, the, the Virgo, the, um, is more adaptable so a uh, Virgo is is of, um of a quality that, that they can adapt um, more than the Taurus so that that can help a relationship when one one can be more adaptable than the other then it's you know it's better than two stubborn people who neither one will budge that that's, right, right? <laughs> so that makes it difficult but with the um, Taurus and Virgo both being the earth signs um, yeah, they're going to get along. It, it'll it'll be nice. And um, I think that the Virgo being more um, adaptable and also being ruled by uh, Mercury, which is, you know, the planet of communication, it, it brings um, a quality of uh, the air. It's not an air sign, but Mercury is such an air type of planet, even though we we don't really give the the planets elements. But if you think about communication, you can't help but think about air and and talking. And so the Virgo will bring a lot of information into the relationship that can keep it exciting. So it's a really nice match between these two earth signs. Um, I'm sure there's plenty of Taurus-Virgo relationships out there that are working really well together. The next one is Taurus and Libra. So um, Libra is an air sign and, um, and it's the planet of, of balance or all, or balance seeking, I should say, because um, balance is not something that we we find and we keep. It's something that balance is some, always trying to find it. And, and when you do, it's like a fleeting moment and then you're out of balance again. So Libras are always trying to bring in harmony and, um, and so they work really well with pretty m- most signs. They, they can kind of like s- evaluate the situation and, and kind of like, you know, pull up the slack or um, be a little bit chameleon like to, to make things work, which the tourists will really um, benefit from because the tourist is gonna to be less adaptable and, and then the Libra is gonna be um, more adaptable. Uh, but where they could disagree is that the Libra is a social sign and as all air signs are social signs and may want to go out more, be more of a socialite. And Taurus is going to be like, nah, I'd rather just stay home. Um, if it, and Taurus can sometimes um, be possessive. That's just one of the things that they are um, known for. Um, and then then the, the, the Libra is known to be flirty. <laughs> not even on purpose, like they're not trying to cheat. They just, they just, that's, that's uh,
1: them. Yeah.
2: Was no <laughs> I, was I was just talking to that, you know, guy or girl or, you know, him, her, they, um, and, and it was innocent. Um, so there there can be some tension in that relationship. Um, there's a lot of differences and if it's going to work, the, the Libra has to be aware that, um, Taurus is not going to like flirtiness and the Taurus is going to have to be aware that Libra needs to be social. Like they, they need to interact with other people. Right. Um. You know, some signs are fine. Like they, they like to cocoon up and, you know, I'm in a relationship and then, you know, my friends see me once a year, but um, Libras aren't like that. Taurus can be like that. Libra typically can't be like that. And so there'd have to be some compromise between these two. They are both ruled by Venus. So they both have, some um venusium qualities they're gonna both enjoy the arts and and beautiful things and collect beautiful things if you have a libra and a taurus together i'm sure that they have like beautiful things in their house or you know really soft sheets or you know (laughs) something like you, you walk in and like there's artistic qualities that are obvious okay now Taurus and Scorpio. So now we have a water and an earth, which typically go really well together. And in this particular uh, combination, Scorpio and Taurus are in the zodiac opposite each other, because you know, that's the circle. Every sign has a sign that's on the other side. And so it's like, these are two signs on the same line, but at the extreme opposite. So that whole opposite attract, opposites attract. Is at play between these two? Um, so it can be a really good relationship, and um, both sides can can learn from the other. Um, they're both fixed as well, so they can both be pretty stubborn and, you know, my way or the highway, but when it comes to a relationship and fixed signs, they're going to... Um, probably put more effort into staying, where if it's like a fire or an air sign, they're gonna be more inclined to be like, no, I'm done, I'm out. You know, they're more quick to head to the door and the earth and the water signs are more. Um, um, pre- will, will probably try to s- stay um, and make it work. So when you have a Taurus and a Scorpio together, they're, they're, pro- they're gonna to work at staying together. And then any Scorpio is very deep, very intense. Um, you know, you'll never uh, get to know everything about a Scorpio. They, they have that secret vault and things are locked in there and they are the only ones with access to it. Um, <laughs> right. That's yeah. And you just have to let that be, you just have to be okay with that if you want to be with your Scorpio. Um, but generally I, this is a nice match. Um they're 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 gonna um, they're gonna enjoy doing things together. Um, they're going to have romance. Um, yeah, it, it's it's another good match for Taurus. But they, the extra quality here is just that mirror. It's just that you know when you see the other one, there there is that quality of the other person's probably going to take on some of your projections. And I mean, which happens in every single couple, but these two might be more similar than other um, combinations. Mm-hmm. And so it just kind of intensifies the mirror.
1: Let me ask you this, because Tars, I know of Tars personally, and she is very possessive. I, mm-hmm. She gets on my nerves. But anyway, um, Scorpio is also known to be the same way. Would you say that's one of the projections for them?
2: Could be, Absolutely absolutely um you know i i am also a psychotherapist and and um you know i mean we could talk all day on projections and in that everybody has them and, and you know we all as human beings project stuff on other people that right
1: yeah i need you to come back for another episode specifically on that
2: so we got- <laughs> yeah yeah because uh, uh, you know in astrology uh, it's there and we could um, talk about it by sign but just in any relationship it's there and and so um yes they're they are both they're both known to be possessive and and jealous and and so for sure um, in these two signs more than any of the other signs that could be the projection you know okay. like we're, other signs are going, are also going to project and it's probably going to um, be in a way that relates to the flavor of their chart. And, and um, I'm always, I try to be careful with how I say these things because there's more than the sun sign at play. Yeah. You know, so, you know, when your listeners are hearing this, just to, to keep in mind that um, nobody is purely your sun sign and what we're talking about today are sun signs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I could just I could go way off on a tangent, but I'm going to bring it back in <laughs> move on to the next sign. But yeah, Taurus and Scorpio can, um, can make a, a good pair. Okay. Okay. Taurus and Sagittarius. These two are really different signs. And I don't, I don't know how um, um, these two could make it work without other things in their chart, um, bringing together some commonalities, because Sajj is just about the experience. Sag like wants to experience life. And usually that entails different kinds of experiences. Like, you know, they have a great experience and and yeah, they might want to do it again, but they're not going to want to do it again and again and again and again, usually, right? They like variety where Taurus really does like, let's do that again again and again and again. Why change it? We like this. You know well maybe i don't want to eat pasta every thursday you know like i'm not in the mood for pasta we do pasta on thursday says the taurus and the sad is like i don't care i don't <laughs> want pa-. you know these are the silly kinds of things that could break the relationship because that example can can be just an example of like how everything goes in this relationship um not, not really the best for either of them. Cause Saj is, is, is going to get frustrated very quickly and, you know, take off on one of their adventures and Taurus is going to be stubborn and be like, well, I'm not changing for you. Um, you know, you want to be with me, then you need to do this. And you say that to a Saj, <laughs> they probably won't even get the sentence done before Saj is already like, I'm out. <laughs>
1: All right, gone. So, yeah. That's already gone. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you give a Sag an ultimatum i guarantee you they're not going to take the one that you want them to do because they just they don't do ultimatums even if they want to stay if you give them an ultimatum it's over so don't don't give sagittarius an ultimatum. <laughs> don't do it <laughs> give them something more exciting to do and then maybe you'll like you know yeah to do what you want them to do yeah okay Taurus and Capricorn, this is another really good match for, for a Taurus, um, both of them being very material, security oriented, they're gonna find it together. Um, they might even meet each other in the process of, of doing that, you know, whether it's through work or you know, a lot of people through work do conventions and things like that. So you, know, you could get these two people meeting and, and, um, and just staying together, building together. They're going to build a, look, a good life together. Um, and, you know, they're going to want the house and, and and the car and the material things because they they really love them. And oftentimes earth signs see those things as representative of their success. And they'll be on the same page with that more than any other sign, even more than Taurus and Virgo. The, they really have this building and uh, constructing commonality and, and really um, enjoy and want that security like it's, it's a need you know I mean we all need to have like a place to live and food on the table like you know I get that but when we're talking about material security Taurus and Capricorn like that is tends to take on more meaning to these signs and so you put them together and you know just wow you know you <laughs> watch it grow whatever it is that they're trying to grow and oftentimes the bank account grows with it <laughs> and then taurus and aquarius um they are um they are different it's air and earth and um they meet on the fixed again so we're talking two fixed signs again so it's going to be difficult for these two because they're both going to want to um, do things in their way. I think if if the Taurus and an Aquarius maybe meet younger in life, where they kind of they they build their fixed natures together and 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 they agree on what those those kind of like maintenance status quo things are, then that might work. But if they meet later in life and their living style, like their daily routine style is really different. It's going to be hard for them to, to sync that up because neither of them will enjoy that change. You know, even if they, you know, they want to, cause they really like find this other person intriguing they're, they're different, but they're unique. And you know, they they m- might have some like things in common, but, um, to, to build a relationship together, you know, and if you're talking like serious where you're, you're living together or getting married, um, if these two people have very different daily lives, it's, it's, I just don't see how, um, they're going to successfully be able to, to merge them together and both of them stay happy, you know, like somebody would have to give and then they won't be very happy about that. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Pisces and Taurus are very nice, uh, a couple. Um, we've talked about Pisces before about how sometimes Pisces can give, a, give themselves away too much and like adapt themselves to the person that they're with. And with Taurus, um, well the Taurus is going to be very grounded and probably very caring, caring of that Pisces. Like, um, there, Hmm. I think that the Pisces is going to find like an anchor. That's that's the that's kind of like I think what I was trying to get at. There, Pisces like to have something that kind of grounds them because they are so watery and they're very adaptable. That um, they do really well with a partner who kind of likes you know, puts that foot on the ground so that they can go be creative and in, in the visionary that they are. And Taurus is happy to do that. Like, you know, they are grounded and they are an anchor and they very much appreciate, Taurus very much appreci- appreciates the arts. Usually they collect art things. If they're not artists themselves, they often collect some, some kind of art, whether, it's, you know, pictures and paintings or sculptures, um, or fabrics, or you know, whatever it is, there's they, they some artistic thing that is usually attached to a Taurus, and the Pisces are very artistic. So you could see that Taurus can meet a Pisces and just see this like beauty and, and uh, amazing creativity, and be like attracted to that. And then the Pisces sees an anchor and security, it is attracted to that, and because the Pisces is so adaptable, they'll be able to meet the Taurus um, with with their need for that routine and, and um, um, staying home, maybe home more often, um, it's a good match. Yeah, it's a, it's a very happy match. So that's Taurus. We're going to go to Virgo next. And Virgo is so interesting to me because I, when I think of Virgo, I always think air and earth. It's an earth sign, absolutely an earth sign. It's not an air sign. Um, but it's, it's the only sign that when I think of it, I can't help but, but bringing in the mercurial quality to it. So they are grounded, but they're also analytical. So they are, they, they need the intellectual stimulation and, but they need practicality and toward, I mean, um, Virgo really loves to be of service. They love to help, and that's why they're called perfectionists. And um, sometimes highly critical. They have that critical eye. Like they can just look at a, a, a situation and, and analyze it very quickly, and be able to tell you A, B, C, D, E. We need to do it in this order and just like this. And and can kind of like manage a lot of details. Yeah. When they do that to a person though <laughs> that's when they run into problems right <laughs> people, right people don't like to be critiqued and they don't like to be perfected and they don't like to be changed and sometimes virgo can't help but do that um so virgo is going to do better with signs where they're more closely aligned and they don't have so many things that they feel like they need to change um so we'll start with aries so we're going to aries Virgo's probably going to want to change a lot about an Aries because Aries is you know, they're busy, they they're they probably like, you know, throw their stuff everywhere or um they don't do things in an organized manner and they're they're fire driven, they're passion driven, yeah. They are <laughs> impulsive and reactive and impatient. And so um, you know Virgo is not any of those things. So the the Virgos um you know gonna walk in and be like, why did you, you know, leave all that stuff there? Or, you know, you know, where are you going now? And in then the areas it's gonna be like, why are you attacking me? And it's like, well I'm not, I'm trying to plan the day. Like I'm because everyone's programming in their mind. Like they're always kind of like reorienting themselves to the moment and how they're going to uh, you know take the next 10 minutes and the next 60 minutes and the next two hours of their life. Wow they're always adjusting like because they can they're so good at it. I don't know that a lot of people who don't have Virgo, they, they just don't even understand that that's what's going on, that, you know, that Virgo is not trying to change everything about you. They are literally like orienting, constantly reorienting themselves. I'm like, a, like a computer, you know, like it just, it moves so fast. Um, so if you do, you know, this right now, it means that in 10 minutes, this will happen and in 60 minutes that will happen. And I've already thought all about that, which means I need to do this right now. And all that other person hears is, you're complaining about me. (laughs) So um, that Virgo is definitely going to do better with the earth signs that are more practical because they, that's what practicality is. And the water signs, which are, you know, tend to be more adaptable or fluid. Um, So Aries probably, unless Aries has a whole bunch of um, earth or water in their chart, it's probably gonna be a very difficult relationship to maintain. Could be fun for like a week or two, but um, I wouldn't say that's a good long-term. Virgo Taurus, on the other hand, we just talked about that, um, th- that it's a good match because they're both earth signs. And um, the Taurus can appreciate more this practicality of, of the Virgo. The Taurus could, could even get like, when they say this, they might, once you get they get to know their virgo like understand where their thinking is and that that what they're talking about isn't just for this moment but that they are kind of like reorienting themselves to you know the environment and whatever comes up and changes so it's a good match they're going to be practical together um they're going to be both of them are reliable well all, all the earth signs are highly reliable you know they, they show up when they say they're going to show up and tend to be pretty disciplined, so these two together can can work really well. Earth, Earth, yeah, probably have a very comfortable and organized home together that they spend a lot of time in. <laughs> <laughs> um, Virgo and Gemini, so these are interesting because they're both ruled by Mercury, so we have two merc- mercurial signs, an Earth one and an Air one, um, and Geminis don't um like critique Gemini's tend to let things roll off their back, you know, they're, they're so chit chatty. And because they're, they can also be very blunt that when other people are blunt with them, they're more forgiving for that. Like, you know, they almost appreciate it because they don't have to like worry about walking on eggshells because they know that they're going to be blunt. So, right. you know, not that I'm, Virgo's not necessarily blunt, but they're going to be like more critique and where Gemini is going to be more blunt. And so, uh, Either they really project it and don't like it, and it becomes this, this really difficult point of contention between the two, or they learn how to work with it, and both of them feel like they can say what they want to say and not have to like worry about it. But it will be a process. Like These two will have to, to work on that. It's a... Uh, it's not the easiest combination, but it can be exciting. And and I there would be a lot of intellectual stimulation, a lot of chit-chatting and probably no lack of words. Um, the Gemini will probably be less worried about the organization, but the Virgo can take care of it. And the, but the Gemini is going to bring in stimulation and ideas that the Virgo is going to love. So as long as they can um, um, respectfully or um, and you know, what is that nice word Con- congeniality, maybe if, if they can find a way to work through their differences where it's, just, it doesn't just blow up into ugliness, then this is a, a possibility, not the best, but this is one air earth sign that I think, you know, with some work, they can make it work. Gotcha. Yeah. Virgo in cancer is a good match. So it's a, uh, uh, water and earth. Um, and cancers just, they, they love to, um, have romance. Um, I don't know if I said that enough before, but cancers do love romance and well, Virgo's not necessarily known for their romance, but they are practical enough, um, to understand that their cancer needs and loves romance and will do that for them. Virgo still has that earth sign and that sensuality. And, and so them together and, and, um, Uh, in their couple's time, that's, that's going to work out really nice. And, um, yeah, I I mean, when I get to the earth water, it's just like, Oh, that's really nice. It's, you know, they, they go well together. So (laughs) it it is a good match of Virgo and Cancer. Okay. And Virgo and Leo, this could be problematic. So they're very different. um, But Leo is super sensitive to any kind of criticism Um, Leos really need to be appreciated and acknowledged for whatever they they do that they feel like they need that acknowledgement for and a Virgo um, might might have a different standard, or even though it was great, you know, if they would have just done this, it would have been even better. You know, like the Leo cooks this amazing meal and is so proud and so happy to to like make this dinner for the Virgo. And the Virgo's like, Oh, it's really good. It just needs a little bit more pepper. And then all of a sudden the Leo's just sulking, you know, like <laughs> it, you know, that that kind of nitpicky stuff with the Leo is probably not going to work very well. And so this is not going to be the best match for um, for a Virgo. Um, Virgo, Virgo. So um, yeah, these two together can just perfect the world. Um, I, I could just see them. Uh, the You know how people like to go to restaurants? Back in the days when we could go to restaurants, <laughs> <in those days. laughs> But you know the people who like to, like, um, people watch? Yeah. You know, like, I'm going to go to Starbucks and people watch.
1: Yeah, I think of that. And I think of Virgo and Virgo. I don't know why I just think of, I think of, like, I don't think that's a good match to me personally. Because it's like, if they're not all Virgos are hypocritical. But at the same time, they could, they'll nitpick. But when you nitpick with them, oh, it's a problem oh it's a it's a huge problem so Mm -hmm. I just when you said Virgo Virgo that's the first thing that popped up in my head but it's probably like immature Virgos or maybe a Virgo that hasn't like worked on themselves I don't know but I know the Virgos Mm -hmm. I know if you tell them something that they need to work on oh it's a wrap they're upset they don't like you
2: (laughs) but you know I I I think, I mean, from my experience with Virgo, it took me a really long time to figure out Virgo, but I, I, I think I finally have it is that they are so hard on themselves on the inside, so hard that they just can't take any more from the outside, Right. but it's infuriating for everyone else because we don't live in their head and we don't get to witness all of that critical self-talk that, you know, you know, that inner critic that just li- like in Virgo is that inner critic is always going in their ear. And so um, being judged is really hard for them yeah. because they're so hard on themselves. So yeah, like, so you get these two Virgos and they're, they're people watching, right. And they're just criticizing everyone. Like I could just see them like, Oh, look at her. hat, Oh, look at her. She's, Oh, look right. at that right but then if it gets turned on each other then it's really problematic so i totally agree with you i think that, that two virgos together have to have have done some work on themselves because it's it's really hard i think for virgos to um to, to let things roll off their back you know like you know what what a, a lot of people can appreciate like somebody giving them feedback they um they probably already knew anyway and were beating each other beating themselves up and then if somebody says you know anything it's just like
1: it just amplifies that voice i guess uh, in their head yeah you know
2: yeah (laughs) it's hard it's hard with virgos um i would get mad so so many times with with different virgos but then when i finally started hearing like i started really listening to like what they were saying. And it's like, Oh, it's like that whole judgment thing. And, and it's just that I, sometimes I feel bad for them because it's like, gosh, if if you're just constantly battling with yourself inside, that just may not be very fun. And, um, you know, I hope for all Virgos that they, they find a way to quiet that inner critic and use some positive man mantras. I just was talking about that with another um, friend and, and she's a health coach and we were talking about the Virgo moon. We have a Virgo full moon coming up and how to come up with some good mantras. That's the best thing you can do if you're a Virgo is to like come up with something you're gonna say to yourself if you start getting that harsh critic in your head so that there's no space for any, you know, like you're constantly saying, you're "Like I know how to do this, I know how to do this, I know how to do this in your head so that those other Harsh inner critic things don't come in. Right. Yeah. Okay. And if you're dating a Virgo, I'll just say that you have to be really careful about how you give them feedback. Like you just have to figure out a way to say it in a way that doesn't come off like it's a judgment. Because it's more about being judged. You know, the the criticism is is a judgment and they don't want to be judged. So you have to say it in a way where they don't feel judged. Okay. Virgo and Libra. So these two could find a way to make it work, even though they're pretty different. Um, the Libra being an air sign is going to have the, the um, analytical the intellectual w- approach that a Virgo appreciates, even though they're an earth sign, they, they are ruled by Mercury. So they just have this quality, um, this analytical quality about them. And so, um, if they can, um, if they enjoy the same things and, um, you know, they, they kind of like meet through similar interests and there's a spark, that's the other thing is that um, they have to have other things in their chart that create the, the sexual attraction if it's a romantic relationship um, because it may be too intellectual of a relationship, but if there's other things, like if they meet each other and there is like attraction in chemistry, then, um, it's going to fall to the, the conversations and the social uh, interactions that's going to carry that relationship forward because they will have a lot to talk about. Um, yeah, Virgo has got all those details. Libra has got all those, um, um, social skills and, um, the iron fists and the velvet glove, as they say. So, you know, Libras have the charm and, you know, can kind of like help get things done. So like a Libra and a Virgo in a working together can get a lot done, like, you know, watch out for, for these two. So I'd say it, you know, it's not the best match, but it could work if, if they can figure out those things. Gotcha. Now a Virgo and a Scorpio. So it's water and earth, which tend to be a good match. Um, the Virgo may be a little too aloof for a Scorpio and I would never really, I mean, that may not be the right word, um, but Virgos can get really caught up in details and things and not notice um, the broody, broodiness going on with the Scorpio. So they just have to watch that. Um, but it is earth and water and they do tend to go well together. So this, this should be a good match. Um, but Scorpios don't really like to be analyzed. And so even though I I do like water and earth together, there are a couple of things that I would caution for or watch out for, you know, if you know that about these two signs, then you can like, try to like work it out, um, right away. Um, but yeah, the Scorpio may not take too much to the whole self-improvement stuff, but there are many Scorpios who exist on a kind of like the higher, um, vision, you know, the, the Eagle eye uh-huh. vision, you can see like a really broad perspective and then could really appreciate what the Virgo is bringing. Um, because Scorpios like to analyze things too. They like to pick things apart and get to the very bottom of it and, um, you know, every single layer, peel it. And they could do that with a Virgo. And a Virgo is going to, you know, be able to analyze each layer. And this is what that layer means. And this is what that layer does. <laughs> the Scorpio will love that. Um, and then from a sensual perspective, that they should meet very well with the water and the and the earth. So there's, there's good things. And then there's a few things to just watch out for. Um, because that Scorpio tail can really hurt you know, and, and the Scorpio will criticize without doubt. Like, you know, they get criticized with the Virgo and that sting is coming right back out. Right. Um, Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I I would not want to be there for an ugly um, verbal exchange between an angry uh, Scorpio and and Virgo. So um, I guess what I'm saying is that they have to watch out. They don't, go too far and probably the Scorpio more than the Virgo. But, you know, sometimes you say things and you cross the line and, you know, apologies after the fact can't, can't take back the hurt. So you just have to be careful when you're, when Scorpios especially have to be careful when they're angry, not to like take it to the umpteenth degree. Like I am going to say the most mean and hurtful thing i can
1: Possibly I, I have a Scorpio in my life now who is just like that, and then um, she'll come back around and apologize later after she thought about what she said. But she's like, "No, you hurt my feelings. I got you. I'm, I'm, I got you." And this, yeah, exactly what you just said.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely know um, people, and I mean that's not always Scorpios, but I, I think Scorpios are, um, you know, statistically probably do that more often where, you know, you know, I'll, and, uh, um, not eye for an eye, but like, you know, you took an eye, I'm going to take your whole head off. Right. <laughs> right. <You know? laughs> I'll show you. <laughs> okay. Um, Virgo and Sagittarius. So um, interesting mix. It's a uh, fire and earth and, um, there could be some interesting exchanges between these two signs. Um, kind of like with the Gemini. Um, sorry. Um, with the, the I remember with the Virgo and the Gemini, it was saying similar things that I'm going to say with the Virgo and the Sag. Um, that there's going to be... A lot of difference in um, opinions or difference in approaches to life because the Vir- Virgo is practical and the Sagittarius is experience oriented and adventure oriented and um, not, don't, they don't care so much about risk. Um, risk is what makes it even better. If there is risk involved, I'm going to give it a try. Where Virgo is is um, anti-risk. Virgos don't really want to take a risk. They're going to be more calculated in how they do things. And so there's going to be this friction between the two. Um, but Virgos are are analytical and intellectual and um, can can be interesting to the Sag. Can have, like, you know, well, why do you think that? Or where did you get that? So, you know, the Sag can can be like, their interest can be peaked, And so whether these two can work through their exchange of words. Cause I think that's where I was talking about the, the Gemini that they they both can be kind of like brutally honest and not uh, uh, let things af- af- affect. Well, they, they do let them affect each other, but they can be relaxed and that they may have a similar communication style mm-hmm. and in and, and the same for Sag. So Sagittarius are also known to be very honest, brutally honest, you know, blunt. Uh, sometimes just kind of like say it like it is and not put it put on the the sugar coating so that um, um, it comes off as is critical and you know if the Virgo when I mean, we just spend a lot of time talking about Virgo and how they handle the criticism and the judgment and they, they, they don't really <laughs> handle it well <laughs> um, but neither does the Sag you know the Sag doesn't really want to he- hear it but in, rather than them like getting upset so much about it. They're just like, I, I, I'm out. Like I, you know, I don't have time for this. I'm not really interested in that or, you know, I I didn't ask you for your opinion and I'm not going to change. So (laughs) uh, get over it, you know? Um, but if they can work through their communication style, um, and there is enough interest and there, there is enough chemistry, they, they could make it work. Um, it's not the best match at all. Um, but there are, there are ways that they could find to work together. They're both adaptable. They're, I'll give them that. Both signs can be really adaptable. So they may find that it's worth fighting for the relationship and then that they can both find ways to compromise and be okay with it. Um, especially Virgo of the three earth signs. The Virgo is the most adaptable of the three. Um, because really adaptability is not quality that we talk much about with earth signs, um, but definitely with the air and fire signs. So a Virgo can be more adaptable than, than the other two. And so that would be one um, good thing with these two is that if they really wanted to make the relationship work, they both would be willing to make compromises and be okay with those compromises as opposed to you know like a Taurus maybe who is like if they have to compromise maybe they'll do it but they're not going to be happy about it and over time that can build up some resentment which is not good in a relationship okay uh Virgos and Capricorn um very good match two earth signs um the the um virgo has that analytical quality that we've been talking about the capricorn has the build it and the determination and the tenacity so these these two could um could build things together but where the taurus is like it was really all about building virgo is um is gonna want to analyze things and um you know bring in that mercurial piece um and and more, more talking and, and more, um, planning Virgos are really good planners and Capricorn is going to love that. So, um, it's a, it's a good match. It's one of the better matches, actually Virgo and Capricorn work really, really well together. They're just going to be on the same page. They're going to, when they meet, they're going to find that there's a lot of similarities and that the relationship just kind of works and it's smooth. So, um, and, and I think that I, I have less Um, I probably give less examples of some of these easier matches because they, they tend to have less things to have uh, problems, you know, between the two signs, you know, it's just that when they meet, they seem to just kind of like go together. So that's how a Virgo and a Capricorn is probably going to feel when they meet that there's, there's more similarities than differences and where there are differences, they can talk about it and Virgo can be more adaptable and Capricorn Neither of them are really stubborn signs, but, but the Capricorn is very tenacious. So, you know, they, they may not stick their heels in the ground, but they're not going to be, um, moved away from whatever it is that they're trying to get. But the Virgo, it, they're going to, they're going to easily come to a solution. Like they, they will be problem solvers, not, um, you know, stubborn, stick my heels in the, the mud and, you know, refuse to budge. You won't, you wouldn't likely see that between these two signs because neither of them are fixed signs. Okay. Moving to Aquarius, who is a fixed sign and is um, very different than Virgo, Um, not really the best. Um, You know, one of them is more of a big picture kind of person, an idealist like the Aquarius, and then the Virgo is more of the the details person, and they're just coming from different places. yeah and and the Aquarius um needs is very independent needs a ton of freedom and it's not that the Virgo wouldn't give them the freedom, but they may not understand it, and they may criticize it because they just or judge it because they just don't get it you know like you know when two signs just come from completely different places and they don't understand each other yeah uh it's hard and when they're not the kind of sign that really like cares to to find out more about that difference like some of some signs like fire signs tend to be just really curious so they may find that difference interesting um but between Virgo and Aquarius they may not even have enough interest in the differences to try to make it work they might I mean Virgo is analytical so they, they and, and if Aquarius is all about some um reform humanitarian thing that's a, a thing with Aquarians that usually have a, a cause and the Virgo happens to be the analyst of that cause. And they, then they may have that common thing and then they can build from there, but it's just not a likely match between these two. Gotcha. And then Virgo Pisces. So these are the two, um, this is the opposite sign for Virgo. So this is the projection in the mirror. Oh.
1: Um,
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, where the Virgo is so focused on the details and so analytical, you have the opposite in Pisces who isn't focused on details. They are all about the one, you know, Pisces is like, we are all one and Virgo looks at each individual thing. You know, we are, we are all these little, each piece. Right. And so um, it's an interesting when you bring these two energies together, when you have one person who's like, really unifying and the other person who's very uh fragmented and the interplay between these two um can be very very interesting it can also be so different that um it's hard for them to even get together because these two signs um i mean are they even in the same room together like you know when does the pisces who's um you know with their rose-colored glasses and and then their artsy-fartsy way of moving around in life and, you know, serving and sacrificing. And, you know, where are they going to meet that Virgo who's all about um, the, the lists and the details? And, you know, so, um, you know, will they even collide? I don't know. Because, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, of course, there's other parts in the chart that can bring them together into the same room. But it's kind of like the accountant and the artist. Like when does the accountant meet the artist? I mean, maybe maybe the Virgo is as the agent for the Pisces, and then that relationship works because they're part of the same project, but they're doing the two extreme opposite sides of it. Like I could see that working. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because <laughs> you know, what does a Virgo even meet a Pisces? <laughs> like, because they're they're just you know really coming from different places. But but it is an opposition. So there is a need for both of them to have a little bit of that opposite that, you know, you know, Pisces needs to be grounded because they're usually not. And the Virgo needs to maybe be less grounded and kind of like be more in touch with their spiritual side. And the Pisces is going to offer that. And so that's where that attraction happens. And so, um, you know, it, it can work. It can work with compromise and, um, you know, some, some sort of commonality that, that even can bring them together to, to even get them in the face-to-face talking. Got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so now our, our third and final earth sign, uh, last but not least, is our Capricorn. And uh, Capricorns are the builders of the Zodiac, or one of them, because Taurus is a builder too. Um, it's... it's um, um, I just lost my train of thought, sorry. Capricorns are very responsible. They um, are, they are disciplined too. I, I always think of them as the CEOs of the Zodiac because Capricorns, they climb the hill. They're the goat, you know, goats climb and they climb steadily and they tend to get to their destination. And it may take a little longer. Sometimes with Capricorn, their success comes a little bit later because they, they usually have to uh, work Hard for it, we all have to work hard for what what we want, but Capricorns are the the symbolism of the sign is about that. You know, when we see Capricorn that in, in a chart, that's like where the building is happening. That is where the determination to grow is. And through Saturn, the planet that, that rules Capricorn. So we put Capricorn with an Aries. Um, they both have leadership qualities. And so the, and they both have uh, horns, right? You have Aries the ram with the goat, the mountain goat, right? They both have (laughs) the the horns. (laughs) So you could just see them locking horns and like, you know, who's gonna win, who's the leader, (laughs) who's the charge. (laughs) It can be quite dynamic um, for the Aries and interesting for the Aries because the Aries will see the Capricorn as a challenge. And the Capricorn will see the Aries as a challenge, one that they are very determined that they're gonna win. So this relationship could work just from the pure uh, determination to win, <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's not gonna it's not gonna be easy, um, but these these two um, are fighters. Now, Aries is more likely to just give up and say, like, no, I don't want to fight. I, I, I'm going to go fight a different battle. I mean, Aries is always going to fight for something. But um, if it gets to be boring to them, if, if it's the same argument over and over, they're locking horns on the same thing over and over, this this relationship may have difficulties staying together for the long term. Um, but in this type of relationship, if, if like, both of them have the other element. You know, if Aries has some earth and the Capricorn has some fire, they could really um, have a lot of chemistry. Like this chemistry can like really make this relationship grow. Cause they're both like getting the stimulation, uh, the kind of stimulation that they like. And when I, okay, uh, the kind of stimulation that, that like Gets both of them going. So it could work with challenges. Okay. All right. The next, the next sign is Taurus. And okay, these are the two builders of the Zodiac. They love to see the results of their labor, these two signs. And they will have results these two signs are going to build stuff together. They're going to be successful. And um, it's just a good match. I I, I mean, and like a can do attitude, like they're they're going to come together and um, they're going to see probably right away in the other person, the kind of success that, that they see um, for themselves. So like that projection thing, you know, it's not just projection of, negative things it's projection of positive things too it's just like seeing um a part of yourself in another person and so these yeah like could really see in the other person like you know they really know what they're doing they do this they do that and you know but and 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 it's probably true but it it's probably also true of the person saying it and that there's like a real um respect and appreciation between these two signs and if they do get together they're going to stay together um, Capricorns tend to, um, make commitments later in life if they make a commitment at all, but when they make a commitment, they stick with it. And so does a Taurus. So if these two people decide they want to be together, they're, they're probably going to stay together. Um, which is nice. And they, you know, they both like that reliability. They, they both want to have that security. Um, Capricorn and Gemini. So these two are, are very different. They have um, not too many things that are common between the two. This could make it work um, because of the signs. Because there's some signs that we've talked about where they're very different and it just doesn't seem like it's going to work. But then there's some signs that the difference is actually interesting. So like for the Gemini, they could be really interested in this Capricorn who is so different from who they are. Um, and and the Gemini is curious, inquisitive. They want to know more, tell me more, you know, or, or they, um, um, want the security, you know, I mean, everybody wants security. And so if, if there's an attraction and then the Gemini meets the Capricorn and sees like, um, the kind of person that would make a good um, uh, um, significant other, you know, um, when you talk about relationships, astrology aside, you know, one of the things that that people want to know is like, you know, what am I getting myself into? Like, it's one thing to just date someone, but it's a whole other thing to make a commitment to live together, to merge um, your bank accounts and um, to buy a house together. And so The Gemini can really appreciate the security that the Capricorn offers because, you know, astrology aside, people, uh, when they have a significant other, have to look beyond the the chemistry and the interest and, you know, decide, do I want to buy a house with this person? Do I want to share a bank account with this person? Can I trust this person? Uh, to be responsible and so the Gemini will really appreciate that in the Capricorn and then the Capricorn can be um, kind of like um, pulled out of maybe um, um, Capricorns are very tenacious and they they, they they're constantly like going after their goal but they might need something someone that's more upbeat and more chatty to pull them out of their work zone, you know, Capricorns are, are oftentimes workaholics and may not be really good about getting themselves out into some fun situations where Gemini's really good at that. Gemini's love to have fun. They social, socializing is their thing. They're um, really good at small talk and chit chatting. And sometimes Capricorns prefer not to be that they're, they're more serious. Capricorns are serious people. And so, if these two do have the chemistry and, and the interest in each other, they can. They're so different that their actual differences can be the reason why they, they could make it work, because the Gemini is bringing the Capricorn um, into like a more social situation. The Capricorns um, bringing the the grounding and the um, a, a secure, reliable partner, and so I, I could see it it working, um, yeah there's differences they're going to have to work at it but it's possible it's not the best match but it's it's definitely um doable okay capricorn and cancer this is the um for the capricorn sign cancer is the opposite of of um, cancer and capricorn are opposites and so um with this particular mix It's family versus work. So every sign combination and their opposites kind of have a a unique flavor to them. I mean, they're they're always gonna be the opposite ends of an extreme uh, line. In this particular line, Cancer is about home and family and tradition, and Capricorn is about work and um, material growth and development and security, and, and kind of like your outer external status in life and reputation. And so you put these two together it's it's like your um archetypal mother and father um you know if we go back to the uh uh you know the fifties when uh and I'm not saying we should or that it's a good thing, but you know when when um moms stayed home and dads went to work
1: yeah that's, that's the example thing. that you that that cancer and Capricorn bring, yeah, I got you
2: yeah. And you and we could have that in a relationship, in a modern relationship. It's just that who who is the one staying home and you know doing more of the caregiving for the kids, and who is the one, the breadwinner, who's bringing in more money or working, and the other one's not working. You know those roles are not gender defined, um, but that could be an interplay between the two. Is that the cancer is bringing the nurturing, emotional. Component the emotional security component, and Capricorn is bringing the material security, and you put them together, and they they are, it's you know yin yang, you know it's like gotcha, make the perfect circle. So it's it's a really good match. It's a problem though when both of them um, want to have a career and and they want to have kids, and then it's not a problem. Sorry, that's not the right word. There's going to be um, a lot of of back and forth working out, how are we going to do this? And, you know, what role are we each going to play? You know, is it going to be 50-50? We, you know, we each have 50% of the childcare and we both have 50% for our careers, you know, or, or you know, are the careers going to take off at the same time? And those yeah. are the kinds, of, the kinds of issues that will come up for a Cancer and a Capricorn. But it it, it can work. Um, you know, there's a lot of commonalities between the two. And they all are also both leadership oriented, but where the Aries was going to be more kind of like me, it's about me and fire more quick to walk out the door. A Cancer who likes to be in leadership is going to do things more indirect. And um, it's going to be invested in this security and really going to want to make it work but even if cancers go sideways they are not going to back down they still want to get their needs met and they're still gonna stand up for themselves it just may not appear to be um, so dominant there but it is there and, yeah <laughs> yeah I, I don't worry about cancers getting um, walked all over because they have that innate leadership quality it's just they don't wear it on their sleeve like some of the other the other leadership signs are aries um capricorn and libra and i just say leader any sign can be a libra but they they're um there's just three types of of modes you can be like more starting leadership oriented you can be more of the status quo fixed and then you can be more of the adaptable part like easier to compromise yeah and they're both, you know, Cancer and Capricorn are both kind of like, I will take charge, you know, no problem. I can lead. I don't, I I'm, I'm good at that. And so, um, that will be a, a, a thing that will need to be worked out between the two of them, but that can be fun. You know, that it's not a bad thing. Capricorn and Leo, um, very different and, um, probably not the best matchup for the cap. Um, the Leo is, is going to be a, the, that fixed, more, more stubborn nature. And um, Capricorn is going to be about kind of like following their, um, their path. And so if the Leo is stuck, like kind of like st- stuck on something that, you know, the, like, it has to be like this, and it, it is a contrary to Capricorn's vision of their success of their material success or their, you know, the top of the mountain where they're going, it will break the relationship because the Capricorn is not going to give up on their goals and the Leo is probably not going to give up on whatever it is that they are, they are, um, putting their heels in the the mud for. So, um, it's going to be hard for them. Neither of them are the adaptable part or, or type. Um, so, um, and then the the Leo, as we've talked about before, really thrives on being appreciated and recognized for what they bring to the relationship. And a Capricorn doesn't tend to be, um, you know, vocally appreciative like some other signs because they're they're more serious, they're more somber, they're they're not as talkative or loud. You know, they um, they're distinguished. They and they say what needs to be said, but they're not chatty. They're not Gemini's. They're not like, you know, words are not just coming out of their mouth because there happens to be another person there. They're not going to say something just to fill dead space. They're not going to give compliments just to give them. Right. And and Leo might need recognition more often than um, other signs. So it's not really the best match and there'd have to be a whole lot of other things going on in the chart that make that relationship work or I just don't see this, this really even getting off the ground like you know you could put them at a party and they meet and they're both kind of like eh you know eh. and <laughs> um, then we go to Capricorn and Virgo so um these two are busy little bees um they're going to get stuff done there. It's good. It's a really good match. It's earth and earth. Um, Virgo is the adaptable type and, and the Capricorn is take the lead type. Neither of them are the, uh, uh, so much stubborn. I mean, Capricorn won't let anything get in the way of achieving their goals, but neither of them are, are like of the fixed type. And so, um, they can do a lot together and probably will, um, you know, have projects and, you know, they, um, if they work together, you know, like, um, you know, they own a business or together or something like that, or they meet at work, they probably work super well together and get a ton done. But, um, even at home, you know, like I, I could see these two as always having a home project or always building something or, you know, oh, we're re- re- remodeling the bathroom. And then you see them six months later. Oh yeah, we're adding a, you know, porch off to the side of the house or, you know, <laughs> Probably always have stuff going going on, or they're hiking, or they're you know they're doing stuff that's climbing the mountain because the Capricorns they probably love to do that and yeah yeah earthy earthy stuff. These two earth signs are are gonna make stuff, build stuff together. Not like the Taurus Capricorn because the, the Virgo is gonna bring like the the intellectual part and the project manager like. You know, they're going to have the list and the clipboard and, you know, we need blah, 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 blah. And the Capricorn's like, I already got it. It's already in the car, you know, like they're <laughs> just on the same page gotcha. and having fun doing it. Where other people are like, you know, Sagittarius is like, I, I like to travel and have fun. And my, my Capricorn Virgo friends like to go to the Home Depot and, and you know, <laughs> get around their house. That's like fun to them, <laughs> but to each their own. Capricorn and Libra. So uh, um, now these are both of the uh, where the boss is Cap people. And so um, there could be a little bit of friendly uh, competition between the two. Um, A Libra is going to bring in the social part because they're air signs and they're going to probably want to socialize more than the Capricorn. Um, The Capricorn, unlike, you know, like a Taurus, um, or Scorpio is is going to be um, more giving with the Libra. Like, yeah, go, go have fun with your friends. Go, go socialize. Go do what you got to do. I got to work or I, I got to do this, right? Like the Capricorn is going to have plenty to do and not be like jealous or worried about their, their um, Libra. I mean, and I, I say that with a healthy relationship. I mean, if the Libra is cheating, the Capricorn is probably going to get wind of it at some point and not be so like, yeah, go do your own thing. But if it's like the Libra just needs to go and have her, you know, Wednesday is a girl's night with my girlfriend. Capricorn is going to be like, have fun. You know, I'm going to be working on this uh, report or, you know, financial statement or whatever it is that they're doing. Um, and probably be glad that they don't have to go, you know, like <laughs> Capricorn might be up for a nice dinner or, you know, meet some people here or there, but they, they they probably don't want to do as much socializing with the Libra, but they probably love having the Libra around. They're upbeat. They are harmony oriented. They you know Capricorn doesn't have to worry about like you know the the criticism of their their work um, their their need to work and build. Like Libra can find something else to do. Like they 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 don't need um, the Capricorn to be their uh, entertainment, which sometimes with relationships, there's an expectation that, you know, the other person has to kind of like do all the stuff with them or always be with them, Yeah. Or, you know? And so um, even though these two can have like uh, challenges and friction points, um, I think that they can also um, figure it out and, and work it out because neither of them are super like emotional or fiery, right? So um you know, the water signs can be emotional and get upset with the capricorn's lack of um uh, detail to the the romance romantic, romantic side of things um but it is an earth sign capricorn's an earth sign so always um in in terms of chemistry it may not be obvious on the outside but the capricorn still has that affectionate and physical nature and so you know there's chemistry between the two, that's gonna carry them really far. Yeah. Because that's what, you know, they're connected. They're connected in their private life. And then they can give each other the freedom to pursue like, you know, their um their own achievements. Because Libra's gonna be um really determined to make something um of herself, himself, theirself also. And so they can both appreciate that the other has goals and they are going to pursue those goals, and it may um, be that they have to have some time to themselves to both go about those things, and so it that that can work with some compromise and understanding. Um, Capricorn and Scorpio. This is a Earth and Water, um, and uh, it can work really well together. The um, there's a lot of depth. And um, I mean, Scorpio is a water sign, but also pretty disciplined because they they tend to keep control of their emotions. They don't like to kind of like let everyone else in on any emotional roller coaster that they may be experiencing on the inside. Um, and Capricorn will appreciate that. Like with the other um, two water signs, a Capricorn, because they're they're very traditional, like they're They don't um, go, they're not into the big displays of any kind of, whether it's emotion or fire with, you know, like a tantrum, Um, they don't like that. So if they're with a partner and that partner in public is going to, I don't know, get drunk and be loud and the Capricorn's like, I'm embarrassed, you know, even though they don't really need to be embarrassed, but that's kind of like, because they're so somber and serious, like, that may not work so much for them with some of the um other signs (laughs) yeah but scorpios are tend to always be calm and cool and composed no matter what's going on inside with them and so um they they can um they can have this um seemingly kind of perfect relationship and then Um, at home, be able to discuss things. And, you know, Scorpio likes to analyze things and peel back the layers and go to those depths. I mean, it's a water sign. So it's depths of water, depths of emotion. So when they're peeling back the layers, it's usually emotional layers. Now, Capricorn doesn't so much like to be analyzed like that. um, But I think that the Scorpio... I know, I mean, Scorpios have a, an uncanny ability to kind of like read the other person. And so they can be um, tender with the Capricorn and with the the Capricorn's um, particular need in the way that you talk to them or approach them on certain issues. And so it, it's a nice... Um, couple. It it really does work. Um, You know, the Scorpio can really appreciate the discipline of the Capricorn and the Capricorn can appreciate the depth of the Scorpio and they would have a lot to talk about and um, can do a lot of uh, things together. Um, The Scorpio being more fixed, so um, is going to be less compromising. Um, But the Capricorn, um, you know, as long as it doesn't interfere fear with um their goal uh, achieving their goal the capricorn would would be probably would be willing to to kind of like make it work with the scorpio because there is such a good feeling between the two like there's just a level of comfort and kind of like a similarity and and so it's a good match it's a very good match okay Uh, capricorn and sag so um it's going to be, uh, it's going to depend. So, it, it, but it's probably not the best match. Um, the Capricorn may put restrictions on the Sagittarius without even knowing that they're putting restrictions on the Sagittarius because <laughs> because the Capricorn puts the, the material security kind of above all and uh, achieving their goals and kind of like may assume or just think that like, their partner has to understand that that's the most important thing because they're going to take care of their partner. They're, you know, we're going to have the security and we're going to be able to retire and do this. And, you know, like they can't relate to Sagittarius having a completely different need and that the Sagittarius is like, I don't care about having security if I can't live a full and rich and and interesting life. And I need that. More and so they just may not be able to get on the same page. It could be really, really difficult for them. They just come from very different places. But the flip side is that um, sometimes Sagittarians find the the anchor or the the material means, and, and I don't um, mean that in a negative way. Although it can happen that you know the the wild and crazy Sagittarius fun person attracts the, the um, materially secure other person because they have the means and the material secure person doesn't even know like how to go about having fun. And they meet the Sag and the Sag is like, I'll show you how to have fun, but I don't have the means to fly us over to Paris. So, you know, you fly us to Paris, I'll make sure we have a good time. That's how it could work. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So it really, it really depends. I think probably it's going to depend on where they both are in life. You know, if the, if the Capricorn is in a place where, you know, they have to, they can't get time off work and they have to work a lot and they they know where they're going, but it's going to take them 10 years to get there. That's probably not the good time to meet the Sag, you know, and the Sag is like, you know, this is the time where I'm of my life where I want to let go and just enjoy and like experience. And I'm going to get, you know, down to serious work, you know, after I, backpack through Europe for five years like they're not gonna that's just not gonna work but if they meet each other at a time where the Capricorn has like good vacation days and has money in the bank and it's like kind of like at a point where they they've made it so far in their career that they can go and do more fun things and then they meet that Sag then that relationship can can work better Okay. now Capricorn to Capricorn talk about overachievers (laughs) <laughs> uh, wow so you know they the the downfall is that they could just get so focused on their building their material world that they forget to enjoy the material world that they have um, you know I think about you know the billionaire bankers who still feel the need to make so much more money it's like don't you have enough money to just enjoy life but, um you know, well, it's just never enough. like it's they live to just build more and build more, so these capricorns could get trapped into like just needing more and more and more material security and not having enough fun in their lives. But if they're both enjoying that, then they could get along swimmingly, neither of them are super stubborn, they're just super determined, um, and that's the other potential pitfall is that they're, they're very determined on goals that are very different. They're going to have a hard time, but if these two get together, they're both determined to go in the same direction. They're kind of unstoppable. Okay. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, Moving to Capricorn and Aquarius. So very, very different, but both ruled by Saturn. So they do have this commonality of the ruling planet and they, they both can be, um, builders differently. Like Aquarius is, is, going to be more about, um, or have a more humanitarian reform focused. Um, There's an air sign, So they're, they're concerned about this, the uh, socialization, the being social and connecting socially. They're the most aloof of the three air signs. <clears throat> they're, their socialization tends to be more around groups and, um, Uh, or associations and activities of those associations and how what they do impacts the world in a, in a positive way. And they like to to, um, know that what they're working towards is something new and unique and innovative. That's an Aquarius. And so if they meet a Capricorn who um, is, is kind of like about the same or working in the same arena, then um, then they have a commonality to latch on to but otherwise they' they're they're kind of different because Aquarius is tends to do it from a social perspective where the Capricorn tends to do things from the material security perspective and Aquarians um, care more about their individuality and their independence and not so much about their um, their material security I mean they, they tend to get it because they tend to be pretty um, intellectual and innovative and they end up doing things that, you know, they invent things and, you know, find themselves bringing in money or they're, they're programmers and they create some software, you know, um, their goal end goal isn't normally the, the security. Their end goal is the innovation Where with Capricorn. Their end goal is the security, right? So you get them together and, and they're focused on the same end goal. Um, they're fine. But if they, if they don't, if they're not, they there may not be enough pulling them together because they're in disagreement about the why, you know, and that's that's hard, and it's hard too because Aquarius um, is so independent by nature and the Capricorn is solitary by nature, there's not enough drive uh, for a relationship for either of them. Like, both of these signs can uh, be alone and be just fine being alone, absolutely. Gotcha. little bit harder for this this particular pair because they're they're so different and then the last combination of the whole series (laughs) uh, capricorn and pisces and so this is a nice um very very nice combination as long as the pisces um does not completely lose themselves so we've talked about this quite a bit with pisces and with capricorn who's all about their goals and is very tenacious about getting their goals the pisces would have to um fit into that you, you know like the the pisces is definitely going to be the one who's wrapping their life um around the the goals of the capricorn and as long as um they have the freedom which with the capricorn they should have the freedom to still pursue some of their interests that the Capricorn is not interested in. And this could, this is lovely. You know, this is like the couple who, the the Pisces is, has the, the art room and they can go and paint anytime they want and they create all these beautiful things. And the Capricorn just loves that. But the Capricorn doesn't paint and doesn't want to paint and will never paint in their entire <laughs> life, right? Um, but they're happy to, you know, provide the, the situation. Um, and who knows, you know, the Pisces may become a famous artist and actually make more money than the Capricorn who's, you know, built this the security and the material left that, you know, gave, gave them the opportunity to paint in the first place. So it, can, it can work really well. It's just, it's bad when the Capricorn's too focused on work and the Pisces isn't getting enough love and affection and attention, and then they can go to this um, self-sacrificing or they can... Um, find themselves indulging maybe in some substances because they're lonely. And so that's when it's, it's negative. And, um, and then, you know, not kind of like pulling themselves out because it's too scary to leave a comfortable, secure situation. So yeah. that, I think if the Pisces and the Capricorn get that worked out in the beginning, um, then, then the, it's, it's better, but it's just so hard sometimes for the Pisces to stand up for themselves. And they sometimes just get themselves too far in a situation and find it hard to pull themselves out. But Capricorn earth sign is, is physically affectionate, even if not out in public. And so there's going to be a nice attraction between these two signs. And there, there, there should be a lot of, um, affection and, you know, the hugs and the, and the kisses and the snuggling, like all that is where this relationship can really be beautiful and where um, that's where they have their, their sticking point where they are, are solid and stay together. So it is, it is a good match. Okay. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you for
1: breaking down all of the earth signs in this episode and just hanging out with us in general for the month of February. Yeah. Yes, I'm so happy to have done this. It was really fun. Awesome. So tell the audience where they can find you again. Um,
2: My website is the best place to find me. And it's Lori Barnes Astrology. It's spelled L-O-R-I-B-A-R-N-E-S, astrology.com. And then I'm also on Facebook at the same page. I have a, a page on Facebook, Lori Barnes Astrology. Um, at Facebook and you can find me and soon I'm going to have this new moon ritual free download um, that'll be posted on my website. You just sign up for my newsletter and you'll get this free thing and then every month I, I do a, a new moon ritual and I add in some things about the particular sign that the moon is in. So I, I give a, a, like a general ritual but then every month I um, expand on it based on the sign.
1: Okay. All of those links will be in the show notes for you guys. Lori, I want to thank you again for your time and your energy this month. And I want to thank all of the listeners who are tuning in and until next time.
0: Thank you for tuning in to today's show. If you like this podcast, please download and subscribe. If there's anything you would like to talk about in regards to relationships or would like to be a guest on the show to speak on relationships or get advice, you can always connect via social media at playing for keeps or email DJ at info at P the number four K Thank you for tuning in and bye for now.